Blog Talk Radio. Trojan, and this is the uh, first show for the manual, how to be a successful dater in this world. It's tough. A lot Hi. of guys don't have the answers. Oh, my God, it's Vanessa Lobo. I can't believe it. Yeah, Vanessa, you just caught me in a very uh, uh, interesting moment uh, because I was just about to discuss with my friends here. Sorry about the beeping. Uh, I just got into my stupid car uh, that loves to be. But uh, how are you? Fabulous. I'm doing lovely. Thank you. Great. Well, let's get right into it because I'm. I really want this to be more of a. Um, you know, this is the first show, but as people understand it, it's, it should be a call-in question show. So why don't you go ahead and give out the number that people should be calling and asking questions? This is about anything re- relationship, dating. You know mostly for single people, but also for people in relationships, too, uh, that that can't seem to uh, get traction in their relationship or they feel like uh, their significant other is is not into them. And this right. is often the case, you know, unfortunately for some. Um, of so course... The uh, num- oh, I'm sorry, what? No, well, Mike Trojan is... Um, uh, he's a famous Internet author... Uh, you might know him from the, for, the now defunct. Uh, actually, you might know me from the now defunct um, uh, uh, whoremanual.com, which has now become nomoneyinvolved.com. And that's where you will find the material that we're discussing today. Um, Vanessa Lobo, what makes you equipped to have this discussion? Because I have a vagina. <laughs> Good enough. We always need a balancing fact, so there you go. Um, first, um, I think what we should do is, is turn in the can manual. I, can I can I give out the number? Because you did start that, and then you went into like a love fest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Give out the number. Um, three four seven nine four five five zero six three. Number again, and I'm joking. I'll do it again, but I was making an infomercial joke. But, yeah, um, people love to do that. Over. Anyway, the number again is 347-945-5063. Call now. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Call now. Yeah, well, we are live uh, right now on Blog Talk Radio, and that's where, you know, if, you wanna, if you're looking for uh, relationship advice, uh, Every uh, midnight at Tuesday, on Tuesdays, hopefully. Well, I don't. Yeah, I guess we could do this because uh, that's. I really appreciate it if you like would succumb to commitment and set like a steady date and time. Well, I think twelve o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, you know, actually, it's technically a Wednesday, but you know, the midnight on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I think is a good time, and I think that um, you know people are that are hating it. And I don't want to merge into our other, um, you know, the, we have on this network, we have a lot of different podcasts, and one of them is hatingatmagazine.com. But this is a whole different thing. And um, except for Vanessa Lobo, it's a totally different podcast because, you know, there you had Logan, here it's Mike Trojan, you know. So but we're both on the same network, and so, you know, we see each other in the coffee room. And, um, Vanessa Lobo is uh, currently vying for one of ours affections. Um, you want to what? tell a little about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm just vying, Oh, I'm vying for either Mike Trojan or Logan. Yeah, like we're fighting for you, you know. Oh, yes, you guys are fighting for me. So I'm not vying for you. You two are fighting for me. Right, right. So you have a little so bit of insight. Similar. 
it's it's all in good fun because that's the way to keep it. Of course, that's what I advise that in my manuals. I've written, I've written 13 manuals, um, and um, we're, I think I think I wanted to start on the first one, but I, I think that actually it makes more sense if we work backwards. Um, and we start at really at the top at what I call advanced macking skills. And this is just people who are, um, they want to meet somebody, they, they, they're single, you know, they're out there, and uh, they see somebody, but it's just like, it's too weird, you know, it's too uh, forward for you to go up to somebody, you know, that when it's just like somebody on the subway or somebody on the street. But uh, there really becomes like an art in itself. And a lot of guys have that ability, but a lot of guys don't. And um, a lot of guys carefully construct their life so that they don't get rejection. And you'll find if you listen to, you know, what I'm trying to teach you, that rejection is one of the best things that could ever happen to you. And the more you get, the better. But anyway, uh, why don't we start off with the first one of the first principles at the top of um, I, wrote, I write my stuff in a sort of aphoristic style, so each there's like little sub-points with um, basically bullet points. So what's the first bullet point that you read on the site? Um, for those of you who hate rejection, there's a good way to avoid it some of the time. Before approaching a woman, see if you can get a semi-clear buying signal from her. Look at her. If she holds your gaze for a beat, give her a smile. If she gives you a smile back, there's your signal. It is now your responsibility to approach her if you want anything to happen. Right. So there I, I even, you know, a lot of people do go out of their way to avoid rejection. And I, and I do think it's, it, we should try to avoid needless rejection. And so the first and How do you, you know, like differentiate the two? Well, you're right. Needed I mean, rejection and needless rejection I mean yes I I mean I understand but what I'm saying is that um, all rejection helps you ultimately but you know if your your goal obviously is not to get rejection you know I mean like so ultimately it's a good indicator of whether or not you're doing the right sort of thing so it's a good thing to look at for that reason but Ultimately, every rejection that you do get is is helpful because it teaches you something about yourself, right? But if you know, it, it's much better to be. Ultimately, though, you you learn more uh, from your mistakes than you do from your success. But let's 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 be honest. We are trying to reach success, right? So this helps, and this is the first principle that I was talking about. This buying signal. It basically reduces your. You, you still might get rejected, but it, you reduce it to a very unlikely event because girls are very clear about who they uh, send a signal to. You know, they're they're going to be very quick not to look back at the guy that they don't like, right? Right. I mean, you can corroborate this. You are a woman, so. An attractive, and a very attractive woman, you know that guys oh, marvel you're at. Sweet, you're sweet. Thank you. Yeah, guys, guys marvel at her, and uh, they want to, you know, get up next to her, and you know, other positions. But they, they, they don't know what to say. And so, if you're, flatter gets you nowhere. <laughs> if you're, uh, if you see a guy on the subway that you think is a good-looking guy, and he does a little eye trick to you. Um, you're saying that they, you're not sending a, a signal, or do you disagree with it? I mean, what what is your opinion? I don't know. I mean, I think it just depends on it depends on a lot. It depends on the situation, like the actual location where I am, how I'm feeling that day. You know, if I feel like I don't look good, because I'm all girls have days where they feel like they look like shit. You know. Normally, it's the first day period, but whatever. I've had those days, obviously. And if a guy smiles at me, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what's wrong? Is my hair fucked up? You know, like, I start getting all self-conscious. But um, 
I don't know. If I was on the subway and a guy smiled at me, I mean, I have to say, in New York, I don't think I'd buy that. I, I would probably look at a crossword puzzle that I wasn't finishing. You know, like, I wouldn't return it at all. Okay, but... I'd be a little freaked is, out by that. We're not talking about somebody who just flashes a smile at you. We're talking about somebody who has, for whom you have retained... I mean, read the thing. It says, you retain a sort of beat of an eye contact with, Okay. This is the first instance, like, where you notice that there's this girl is not just, that she might be interested, like, if she holds your gaze, right? And so after she holds your gaze, you flash, like, a very brief smile, and then you kind of, like, let her smile, too. And if she does and doesn't just, like, look away, when she, it's kind of like that's how she know, you know that it's not just a dumb stare, but it's like a real stare. Right, you know? right. No, that's true. That is true. And so so what happens is it's like she, it went, if she sees the smile and she realizes that she wants nothing to do with you, it'll be very clear right there in that moment, you know, when, 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 you, when you look at her and give her a little smile and she doesn't give it back, that's it. She's basically told you no. She's already rejected you. Right, right. So it's it's a very easy form of rejection, and it, and it hurts a lot less than the girl being like, "Get away from me, you loser," you know. And so that you know, because that that you know, even though rejection does help you in the long run, in the short term, it fucks up your self confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's for that reason it's good to avoid, but then you know you can see why it would be good also to get it. But do you not understand how that how that works? The rejection. Oh, thing I of, I when what? Like that, that guys, for example, that are like really annoying, like are guys that have never let themselves get rejected enough. I I don't know. I can say. You couldn't say what? I couldn't say that's true or not. No, I, I'm saying I'm telling you that. I'm I'm giving you the reason. I mean, you you're right. There's no way for you to know that. But what I, what I'm saying is, there, there's your explanation. Like. If you meet a guy who's like, you know, just doesn't, who's who's a real asshole, or you know, is right. uh, is not is not even, or even a guy who's really a nice guy, but he's just a total wuss, you know, like doesn't doesn't have any balls at all, and just like says yes to everything. Right, right. Like those guys are not cool either, you know. Like a guy that kisses your ass, you know, it you gets, don't like. It's it annoying after a while. Exactly, and so everyone, you know, it's hard. Like guys, sometimes they're like, "Well, what if I'm just like the best dude and I just do everything right, and I'm like so nice to her friends and I do all the things she wants to do and I take her out to dinner every night and blah 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 blah." And like after a while, like she's, it's not going to mean anything. And it's like on the same token, it's like if I compliment her, if I just keep throwing out the compliments, you know. Telling her how beautiful she is, and to, you know, like, so it's just girls. After a while, they're just like, whatever. Yeah, I'm beautiful. Fuck you, you know. <laughs> right. So, okay, I've, go ahead. You know, finish. No, we, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. So whenever you have um, a buying signal, that's a good thing, and and you might want to work to that. Uh, what I what I suggest people do is they go out. And when if they're really insecure or if they they already faced a lot of rejection, to go out and and go get some buying signals and don't act on them, you know, just see if you can get them, and that will boost your confidence. I mean, you shouldn't always act on. I mean, I agree with that, but as a general rule, you shouldn't always act on buying signals. And I mean, like I said, I don't I don't know how I would feel like if I smiled at a guy on the train. You know, and he smiled back at me. I don't mind that playful flirtation, but then to take it to the next level, you know, I don't, I don't really know. That's interesting. I'm not too sure how I feel about that. Well, yeah, that's that's know. part of the uh, that's the rest that's that's what this manual advanced macking is all about. Because to help me figure out how I feel about it, I don't think so. No, what what it is is, is the whole trick is to deal with that emotion in women who basically, you know, they're like, this dude's a stranger. I don't know who this is. Like, I don't know if I want to take it anywhere because I'm this person's on a subway. This is Like, their defenses are completely up. 
Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like I think a lot of it depends on the location. Like if you're in like a swanky bar, you know, and I smile at you and you smile back and we strike up a conversation, I'm probably more likely to, to have a conversation with you there than in front of, you know, 20 people on a subway where it's, the point is to be anonymous, you know? Yeah, well, that's that's the whole secret behind advanced macking is that, like, you don't have to go to the stinky clubs where you have to shout, you know? Like, it's much better to meet girls, like, in, in you know, in the day-to-day environment than it is, like, at a fucking bar, you know? Right. But the problem is, is that, like, a lot, you know, the girls can uh, be pretty random. Like, in a bar, you're pretty guaranteed that you're dealing with singles, you know? But here, oh. it's... Oh, that's not true. Well, no, that's not true. But, like, some bars, like, you know, they they are singles bars, you know? Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you, there's, I think there are more single people out at bars than not. What do you think? Or no? True. That, yeah, no, that's true. So it's a big, bigger ratio, at least. You, you really don't know what's what's happening when it comes to... Um, when it comes to... Uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, oh yeah. You really, I mean, when, it, when, it's, when it's a daytime situation, you, you don't know if they're married or not married, if they're they got um boyfriend or not now w- one of my methods that i used to use was the first thing i would ask a girl is if she's married and uh i would see a girl this is before i knew anything about buying signals or anything i would just go up to a girl and be like hey what's up are you married what do you think of that um i would look at you like what <laughs> Oh God, you're disgusting. I don't know. <laughs> that would actually make me laugh, maybe. If you were to come yeah. up to me, I'd be like, "So, are you married?" I'd be like, "What?" It would totally catch me off guard, definitely. Yeah, that's why I did it. What? You did? That's what. That's why I. That's why I would do stuff like that. What would happen to you? What would be the end result for you? Like, well, let's, can we go through the sequence of of how it worked? The way I well, it would be very quick. A girl who was not interested would say yes. You know, I mean, they would instantly just say they were married, just to get me the fuck out of there. Right. And and but a girl that didn't, that was interested, would be like no. And then what you would, and then so it's kind of like at that point. Even if she says, well, then I ask her, does she have a boy? Do you have a boyfriend? And then that's their their next chance to be like, no, if they want to, you know, what I'm saying? I don't or yes. So because like I would find it hard to lie, and be like, yeah, I'm married. If some guy would be like, are you married? And he'd be like, what? No, you know, like Dude. I wouldn't even be thinking like, oh, you know, let me let me say no. And maybe if he came to me and was like, do you have a boyfriend? You know, then I think I'd probably lie if I didn't have one, you know. But, like, to, to the married question, I think most girls would say no. That's an no, intense question to ask a girl. Yeah, but if they wouldn't, they don't They don't say no if they really don't want to talk to you, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, they'll say anything. No, they'll just ignore you. They won't even answer you. Well, that that that, that can happen, too. But for some reason, girls can't, can't not answer that question. But, um... So it's a very good question to get their attention, and then they say, and then you say to them, you know, do you have a boyfriend? Then they say, if they say no to that, then you ask them if they like guys. What if you just want to get smacked in the face? Huh? That is so not the way to go. Right. But see, I used to do that. Yeah, and look where you are now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Hey wait, this this show is premised this show is premised on on me being a Mac, so let's not kill the image, all right? Why <laughs> place yourself in a false light? I mean that's not right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll fire you, okay, 'cause uh I'll okay. get somebody on here to I'll get somebody on here to be a little more um Suck your dick, 'cause I'm not. So I'm I'm gonna tell you how I feel and what I think and whatever. Oh no! I think you I'm left. Did you leave? Did you hang up? 
I'm speechless. I know. I All right, let's let's move on because actually, I'm, I, the reason why I bring that up is because it was a way, for, it was a primitive way of the buying signal, and it was done through questions that basically relate to you know a possible coupling, and so you're like, you're almost grooming them. You're like putting them through a series of like, you know, are you married? Are you this? Are you that? And then you know if they if they're willing to go through with with you, it, it's such an outlandish form of questioning that if you are chill enough and funny enough and cool enough and not weird at all, you can pull it off. But if you don't, if I mean, if if it comes off, you know if you start to do it like a line or something like that and it doesn't come off natural, the girl will fucking hate you instantly. Right. But it's a good icebreaker, and it's really, I mean, that's the whole secret behind macking. It's tough to break the ice without falling through the ice. You know what I'm saying? And so, and what I mean by falling through the ice is by getting some kind of statement or, like, rejection that's, like, so cold that that's what it feels like, you know? You're like, damn, you know? So, so, okay, so we have that. So that's the buying signal, and that's something that you want to practice. And it's not just a smile. It's not just looking at somebody and smiling. It's like looking at them, letting them hold the gaze a little bit, and then when they do hold the gaze, give them a little smile. And then if they should be able to, they should smile in a second. If they don't, you better look away. It's over anyway. Don't worry about it, you know? She wasn't for you. It's not going to work. I mean, you could, I mean, some people like a challenge, and, it's it's not always it's not always on the other end necessarily true that you don't get a buying if you know if if you don't get a buying signal that it's impossible but it's pretty less likely than than when you do and and you'd be surprised about how many people give you a buying signal you know like it's pretty amazing okay. like after a while it's you'll start to see it all the time and you're like fuck I, I'm not buying you know like I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not buying I'm not selling you know. Or something, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, you can, people get a little drunk, and then, like, they're like a buying signal uh, machine. They're giving everybody buying signals. They're like, you know, they're like a little bit gay, almost. But, um, God. What's the next, what's the next one? Um, sorry, give me two seconds. I had the switchboard up. All right, the next one. But rejection really shouldn't bother you that much. In fact, the whole purpose to macking is to develop the skill of maintaining your confidence in the face of rejection. A real man goes after a hot woman when he sees her and doesn't care if she rejects him. He just makes sure he gives it a try. Your confidence will grow with each attempt. It has nothing to do with success. It's hard to believe, but so true. Yes. Once again, I mean, I'm, I talk about rejection, um, but um, now, wh- okay, so what do you think of that? I mean, let me just get your raw take on that. Um, I mean, yeah, you try if you want. I mean, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You get told no, you know, it's like. And, but not only that, but there's this initial kind of, um, re- uh, resilience or reticence that women, I think, that normal women put up to being picked up. You know, it's like they don't just let themselves be picked up, and so they reject. Like the initial reaction in most cases, even when the girl is interested, is rejection, and it's just done almost as a as a weeding mechanism because that guy's. Uh, reaction to that rejection, it will like tell a lot for the girl. Right. So if he if he's like, "What up, you fucking bitch? Fuck you!" You know, right? Like instantly reverts to that. Then you know what kind of guy that is. And so girls like will give you a little bit of rejection just to see how you deal with it. And if you deal with it by getting all sad and start crying, you know, like that's a, that's one way, and then you do, or you deal with it by being like all pissed off and cussing out the girl and calling her a cunt. That's another, you know. God. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 an interesting like. There's 
there's all these different reactions that you can make to it. And what a girl wants to see is the guy not even give a shit, you know, when she rejects him. Right. Like, she wants to be like, God damn, this dude doesn't give a fuck. Like, that's hot, you know. And so they they interpret any kind of emotion, negative emotion that comes from a rejection as insecurity. And then, therefore, you're not attractive. So, so a girl is looking for a guy who goes up and, like, puts on... That's why girls like players. You know, that's why players are actually players and they do... They, it works. Because they're confident and they just... They, they put, present that kind of, like... They've gotten through the the rejection cold water. Now it's like they they take cold showers every day. It's like it's not it's not like a big. Uh oh, I think I just dropped off. No, you didn't. I can hear you. Okay, I think it's not it's not a big um, a big thing to get rejected by these by players. But what players do is they try everyone. And they get so many rejections that after a while they're numb to it. But but and and they come off to women as being like very confident in themselves and therefore not head you know, women are, are less afraid of being played than they are of a psycho dude. You know? So if they they're like you can't both be a player. Most players are not psychos. Huh. And, and why? So that's why and and I think that's the main reason why girls go for players because they would rather have not have a player, you know, but at the same time, they'll take a player over a psycho any night, you know? Right. And it's hard to determine who's a psycho and who's not. But if you, if the person is a player, there's a good chance that he's not a psycho. There's very few player psychos. And in fact, I would venture to say that they don't exist. There's no such thing as a player psycho. Although... Uh, what's his name? Ted Bundy may have <laughs> may have been that. He may have. Yeah, I, I I would concur with that one. He may have. I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, the sure. point is, is that that's why Ted Bundy was successful because women's that equation was so hard for people to put together. There's no way that this player dude could be a serial killer, you know. And and it's rare, and that's why uh, Ted Bundy was successful. If it if it was not real, uh, rare, Ted Bundy would not have been as successful as he was. Right. So, the point is, is that you don't have to be a player, but you have to be able to like act like one at least. And not, I don't think that players act like players per se. That they look like they're playing chicks. You know, like players are very sincere. In case you haven't noticed. You know, they're not, like, uh, this, like, what? caricature. What? How are players sincere? No, I just mean in their, how they come off. Oh, they're not, yeah, they come off as sweethearts. They don't come off like, like you see on TV where they just, like, come up to you and they're like, yo, I know you want to talk to me. You know, it's not, it's really not like that. Yeah, they're, they're not, they're not like the caricature. They're like... They're actually, what they do is they, like, try to find some connection with you, you know, like where you guys, like, talk about Spain or something like that. And then, and then like, he's really, like, wants to show you some, like, photos of, like, when he went to Spain, you know. like And so <laughs> he, he's like, yeah, and I got this photo album of when I went to Spain. Come check it out. You know, it's like that, you know. It's like, uh, and then, like, you know, he, the whole point is that, like, you guys weren't even thinking about hooking up. You were just so interested in, like, Spain that, right. like, you know, and uh, and and so, like, you went back to his house and you, like, looked at his uh, his, his album and uh, then you guys started kissing. And uh, of course, of course. <laughs> well, that's that's how players work. You know, players are like. They, they they hone in on a topic with you and they're like you know just, they seduce you and uh, some girls fall for it you know like this one girl like she, that I knew she was she, she kept she wanted to be a, a photographer for National Geographic that's what like I asked her what she wanted to do for her life you know and she's like I wanna 
want to be a photographer for National Geographic. And so, like, that's all we talk about, like, the whole night, how she could do that. Very easy stuff, you know? I mean, it was stupid, you know? I didn't respect her. But, uh, huh. and that never, the relationship never went anywhere because of that. I'm Cause sorry. Because it was so... Because it was so easy, dude. It was so just like, oh, just talking, talking about some one subject, you know, really long time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Mike Trojan, man. He's, uh, he's pretty arrogant right now. Sorry, but, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been through it. I, I've seduced the best of them. And um, I have to say that um, you girls haven't put up much of a fight for me. You know, with me. <laughs> Shut up. What are you talking about? Anyway, that's a joke. Um, oh, no, I but seriously speaking, bag. we're, you know, we're being evaluated in rejection, and so therefore when you take, when you get rejected, your your ability to just not even show any kind of hurt from it is really what's being looked for with, with the girls it's trying to detect. And most guys, dude, some they're either like "fuck you," or they're like, you know, "I'm sorry, Jamie." You know, they turn into a little dweeb, you know. So. And so, what's the happy medium? It's nothing, just no reaction. Like, don't let it break your, like, don't change anything because, you know, unless you're being an asshole. But the point is, is like, if you're just trying to be a cool guy and you get rejected, the worst thing you can do is try to change into some other kind of cool guy, you know, <laughs> because then you just show yourself to be a total foolish, you know, piece of shit, right. full of shit. Right. So, so keep your, keep your focus, stay on target. Like, in about five minutes, she's going to realize, you know, what kind of guy you are because she's going to see that you didn't react. Now, watch me, like, I'm helping like serial killers, you know, get their prey. I, you know, great. I've, I've, <laughs> I've always contribution to society. Yeah, no, I've always like worried about that, you know, and and put giving this advice because you're giving people advice. But I think ultimately, like, this is something that you can't fake. Like, you really have to just become almost like impervious to rejection, or at least. You need to take enough rejections that you've gotten and understand why they happen, and then you won't care as much when you get them because it's just like another opportunity to learn about yourself. But ultimately, you really got to get over it, like the fact that you might get a rejection here or there. You you do not know what the reason is for. You know, the girl right. could be the girl could be like having some kind of like blisters outbreak. You know. Ew. And she has, she's in no mood. What? You, like, had to go below the belt. That's nasty. A blistered outbreak. Well, I'm just saying, like, she might be blistered. Herpes. Like, Pardon? She might have herpes. That's why she rejected you. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, because it's, like it's like the furthest thing from your mind, you know, if you have... Or she could just be having a bad day. Your employer could have, like, reamed her out. Yeah. <laughs> like the, like she's listening to that song that she had a bad day. Who listens to that song? That's, I don't. Okay, yeah, I've, that's, I've had that song on my iPod. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my iTunes. Don't mention that. Okay. Before we go on to another um, another principle, I think we need to. I I want to bring on like as as a regular installment as that we discuss this show. That's on VH1, and it's called, uh, what is it called? Tough Love. Yeah, Tough Love. Um, Tough Love is this guy who's trying to coach these little bit older women how to date, uh, and they they don't seem to have had luck um, in in their, uh, their relationship. And in this last episode, there was this woman who was... Uh, Acting really slutty with her date, and uh, she got a lot he, of crap. He told, she told him, I can suck a mean dick. I mean, what? Right, this is her first date, and she's telling him that she can suck a mean dick, that she has big tits, 
that... And it wasn't a date. It was just like a pair-up because they were doing bar trivia, and it was kind of a challenge to see if you can, like, chill with the guy at a bar, you know, and or whatever. So it wasn't like a date date, but still, regardless, like, you don't say that to anyone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you just never know who that person is. Well, the bottom line is, is that if if I'm a guy and I see a girl like that, like, who's just throwing it at me, like, you, you got to wonder who else she's throwing it at, you know? I mean, it's right, like, right. she doesn't, it's just a simple thing. Like, guys don't want to go out with girls who are giving it out to every fucking dude. It's unsafe, you know? So... It, so that's what the host was trying to say to her, like, you're not giving a good impression when you do that. But he's just, I don't think he said it right. I don't think he explained very, he's like, you're going to go out and get raped. And then no, she got... he didn't say you're going to go out and get raped. He said, like, with you acting like that, you know, in 10, 15 years, you know, you're putting yourself in a position to get raped or get an STD. That's what he said. He didn't say you're right. going to get raped. Right, you are, right. You're putting yourself in a very dangerous situation. You know, not like you're asking for it, but yeah. But my not, point, my but, point to that was that if she were getting that cozy with a dude, who then maybe she sensed that this dude was okay and and wasn't gonna rape her. You know, I mean. But whatever. I mean, like rape is just when you say no. So even if you didn't want to like fuck the guy, but you were just being like flirty or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not giving off positive signals. And it's not saying that, like, you know, that you deserve what you get because, no, no one deserves to get raped. However, I do think that when we have rape discussions just in, like, you know, just generally in society, it's always, like, you bad, bad boy. You know what I'm saying? And Or it's, like, you slutty girl. There's never a very reasonable discussion about both people's actions, especially with those, like, iffy situations, and that would be an iffy situation. Like, let's say they were chilling on the couch, you know, and she's, like, saying all this shit, and he kisses her, and, you know, whatever. Like, I just, I just want to know. It's just, it's it's fucked up. It, you put yourself in a position where you don't want to be, and why would you do that, you know? Whether it's right or wrong, why would you want to do that? No, I mean, I think he was right. He was right about she shouldn't do that. And um, you're right. I mean, even even if, like, you're, um, you, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't go down a dark alley, you know. But the bottom line is is that, like, if why you do, you? You, might, you might get raped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, but why would you? I mean, you could, but why? Well, there's no, like, there's no real reason why you can't. You know, right? Right? No, there isn't. You can do. You can do it. Go for it. You know, but yeah. But you know why? <laughs> exactly. I think that that's that's what it is. So I, she took it away. She was. He wasn't like saying, "Damn, bitch, you're gonna get raped." No, but you're putting yourself in a situation where you you probably don't want to be in. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you're giving mixed signals. And yes, no is no, but no can sometimes be confusing. Not saying that it's okay to rape, because it's not. It's not cool, but I'm just, you know, just saying. Dude, no one thought that you were saying that it was okay to rape, and... <laughs> I just have to, like, keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I am not say- I'm, I'm not saying that anyone is justified in raping anyone, okay? <laughs> I want that to be perfectly clear. Well, it's like everyone. like, it's like saying, you know... I don't deserve to get AIDS, but if I hang around with people who are shooting up, you know, and sharing needles, then why would I place myself in that situation? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of just like, I don't know. You just, whatever. Uh, dude, you know you're bringing needles into this shit. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just saying, like, you know, I'm just trying to come up with an odd situation that you could conceivably do, but why would you? Like, you were going to place yourself in this horrible so you don't want to be in, you know. Yeah, I think I think we've drug house and a crack house. Yeah, I think we've we've um, we've established that what's her name was doing stupid shit, and the guy got pissed at her. The whole controversy was like how the guy 
talk to her, you know, what he said and whether he was like, that's the way to deal with somebody. But maybe he was just getting through to her, you know, because she was just like laughing it off. And he needed to I get a fist. Like, and no one else was laughing. It was like, what? And everyone was like, oh, God. Lord, help yeah, me. Yeah, like when they showed the clip. And it was just, it was really weird. So, anyway, I think this show is an interesting show, and I recommend it. Um, I just think that, in a way, it's funny that this host guy, right, he himself, like, is giving them advice on, like, what a guy wants. But the bottom line is, is that, he's giving them basically, like, uh, the uh, one side of it, you know, on some level, and he doesn't really know himself how to talk to these girls because, obviously, he's, you know, if, I think maybe he needed to do that. I don't know, but maybe he tried everything else, but it seemed like that's, you don't want to make a girl go insane, you know? Well. To try to get through to her. If you're a slut, you're a slut, you know? I don't know. That's what she was. She is. She's a slut, and it's gross. So it's like, so you're saying she was just a slut. You have to be to say shit like that. I mean, even if you do, like, deep throat and all that, I mean, come on, really? On TV? I mean, she's like, like, she's like, she's like got the mentality of a porn star. I, I I don't know porn stars, so I don't know. Right, but I mean, it's just like so blasé about the sexual act, almost like, and and she, you see how like in heat she was. She's like, I'm going crazy. Yeah, she's like, I'm fucking horny. I will no, jump on anything with a pulse. But what's the deal with like girls who are ultra ultra horny all the time? I, I don't know. And what's the deal? What are you asking me? No, I'm saying I'm like, what are they? What are they supposed to do? Like, are they supposed to just deny that and not act that way? Like, if no, that's you know what you're is. supposed to do? You're supposed to have a solid fuck buddy. I mean, like, if you honestly are a hypersexual individual, then, I mean, I would assume that you would have, like, that one friend that's, like, the loyal booty call. You know? Like, if it's that bad for you. That's, I mean, come on. At least then, you know, like... You're committed to a booty call, one person, for sex only. Okay, all right, well. You think so that's the most logical deal. way of doing it than, like, fucking every guy that you see in a bar. I mean, granted, you could essentially be fucking every girl that that guy sees in a bar because, you know, you don't really know who he's having sex with or whatever, but for you, the girl, in your mind, one guy, one fuck. Like, that's safe, you know? Right. On a very simplistic level. So she should, well, I don't think that she can, because I think in that house, like, you're not, um, I don't think they, like, they don't go out, other than to go on those dates that they set up, you know? Oh, so they're, like, kept in? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So why is that, she's just like, she's like, I'm going crazy. She's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, she's just, like, really horny. Wow, man. And it's, but she's been, she. She's been masturbating, so that has nothing to do. That doesn't help. No, I don't really know why people think it does. I think for me, for guys, it does because you release, you know, like whatever you guys release. But I think for girls, sex is a little bit more than just like, you know, a couple of thrusts and our body produce some type of liquid, you know. I think for girls, a lot of it, even for one-night stands, it's more of like, oh, there's a physical attraction. This guy wants to touch me. He wants to fuck me. You know? Like, that's what it is, I think, a lot of the time. Um, Can you repeat that? Why? What are you doing? Are you jacking off to what I'm saying? (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) No, I was saying that, like, for, for the difference between girls and guys when it comes to masturbation is that for girls, sex is not about simply secreting liquid, you know, it it goes beyond that. And I'm not even talking about, like, when you're with, like, your partner, because that's, like, a different sexual experience. I'm talking about plain old sex with the guy you just met or, you know. It's more of, like, there's a physical attraction. Like, this guy likes me, 
you know, and this guy wants to touch me, and I'm being, I'm being touched, and I'm being adored, I'm being wanted for this moment. That's what it's about. So masturbation, no. I mean, you may, like, be able to arouse your sexual organs, but it doesn't do it, you know? It doesn't seal the deal. So. Oh, I see. It's like, it really it doesn't, doesn't really do it for you there. And then no. it doesn't, you need so it's to, not you need to feel wanted. No, it really isn't a substitute. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes some organs, like, tingle, and you got to, like, touch them and all that other stuff. But, like, for the most part, a girl likes to feel wanted, even if it's for that moment. Like, she's attractive to that guy at that moment that he's kissing her. Yeah, well, that's that's the reason why I could never get into prostitution, because you didn't have that. I mean, because the guy has to feel that, too, from the girl. Really? Well, then why do guys get off by masturbation? It's a trick. It's a trick, but it's probably like you said because it's more physical. Hmm. But it, guys are like have a better. Maybe they're like more imaginative, or they can live in their head better. I don't know because it's like see, guys like also guys like to. For some reason, it gets like most guys off to like see some chick uh, be slutty. Really? I think so. But, but do guys? But do guys like their chicks to be slutty? With Absolutely them, I mean, not. not. I mean, with. I mean, they would like to them to engage in slut-like behavior. Like what? Um. And we're like, saying with, like, their own girl to behave in slut-like behavior with them, like, not, like, in the club. Right. So, like, what? Come on. Huh? I mean, well, come on. I have to watch. It's like, we, we've all seen pornos, so let's not be prude, okay? When you're watching a porno, like, what activity in a porn video would you want, like, whoever you were fucking to engage in similar like behavior. Are you just like rewinding and playing back different porn videos in your mind? I know my I, Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, quite, a, quite a bunch. There's so many wonderful yeah. titles. I know. Um, well, well, flip flip through them, and and when you're ready to discuss, I mean, I'm here. I, you know, um, porn is a whole, you know, is a whole different topic, and I, I really don't want to get off question. track. Well, answer my question, and then we're done with this topic. What is the What is the question? Oh my God, you're you're like pulling an avoider right now. You're avoiding the question. <laughs> I just wanted I wanted to pose it one more time so our audience remembers it. Right, our audience. <laughs> it's twelve fifty. Um, the question was. We only have what? 10 minutes left? Yeah. What, right, um... Kendall, you're going to answer this damn question. What is it? Okay. What porn-like behavior would you want whoever you were dating to engage in? What slutty-like behavior? We actually have eight minutes left, so... <laughs> you know, I think, like... It's not really nothing slutty that you could really. I mean, basically, you just want them to be way into sex, you know, the way a slut would be. What does that mean? You just want her to like be ready to fuck all the time. I mean, do you want her to like to do a certain thing? I, I mean, you're being very like. Yeah, I know. I mean, I just mean it like somebody who's not like a dead fuck, you know, because then you you're really not fucking like a porn star. Now are you? But the thing about porn stars is that they're faking <laughs> They're faking it. You know, they're they're like, they're like oh, 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 they don't even mean it. So, <laughs> oh, oh. They're like, oh, yeah, give it to me. Yeah, yeah, baby. You know? Oh, so if a girl says that in bed, she's obviously, like, faking it. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Because sometimes you just need fillers, you know? Because having quiet sex is not fun. If my well, mom hears this, that'd be great. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like a por- in pornos. You know, it's it's not 
Oh yeah, no, totally, totally. You know it's not real, and and, and you know that, <laughs> you know, it's like they're, like they're their totally. expressions are just so funny. It's pretty yeah. Hilarious. It's like yeah, I want this. <laughs> they're totally faking, you know, and uh, you can't really. Um, I mean, you can't say that you want some girl to act like that. Obviously not. You know? Obviously not. So, but um, let's let's move on to. I feel like I, mean, I can't really like, uncomfortable. No, I mean, like let's say okay. I remember I there was this one girl who I dated who she she didn't like it doggy. You know, she she would not do it. Like she's like it's demeaning. It's um, it's about domination, right? It's what? It is kind of demeaning, and it, it, is? And, it, and, it and it places. I mean, from a feminist perspective, you know, it places the woman in a subservient role. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like picture the scenario. She's on all fours. Yeah, well, but, that's what I'm talking about. See, like, girls who won't do that, that's a bad. So <laughs> she doesn't go on all fours. She doesn't like it from behind. She's bad. I mean, not an ass. I meant like you know, from behind. Especially if if she has like a, an incredible butt, ass. And this girl did apparently. You saw well, the just... point. Well, I don't really date girls that have bad asses because I don't trust them. So, but the point is, is if a girl has a good ass and then she's like not gonna do that. I mean, what are you what are you talking about here? You know. What, what what's what the fuck's going on? There's other positions that like no okay I guess not <laughs> reverse cowboy I mean no I don't know the the names that's not good enough for you okay reverse but, cowboy or cowgirl whatever is when the girl okay okay I think I facing she, you. she's not facing you right reverse cowgirl right. <laughs> it just have like um fucking sound effects for each for each position, and I think yeah. that, that that works. But you'd have to say you'd have to sing that song backwards. What I want to know, know is how, how is what's that? missionary? What's missionary? Like, why is it called missionary position? Is it because that's how missionaries fucked? Because missionaries are supposed to be like priests. And like they like minister God. I think that's how so. Jews fuck. Huh? I think that's how Jewish people have sex. Missionary? missionary? Yeah, well like, I mean like hardcore Jews. I mean like Hasids. Because, well, they, um, have sex, they have sex through a sheet when they cut yeah, up Yeah, 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 I know. That's what I'm saying. But you can't have sex that way unless you're missionary. No, you could. You could do it the other You could. You can't do it from stuff. behind like that, dude. Yeah, you just put her on all fours and throw a towel over. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. I don't. I don't think that that's possible. It. Oh my Maybe god. Maybe it possible. is, but it seems like I've a little it. cumbersome to like try to keep the towel hole in the right place. Like. No, you all you have to do is hang the towel up, like. <laughs> From the ceiling, and then have the whole like reach perfect, and then you're fine. No, I I think I don't think this. Oh no, dude, that would not work. No, I don't think. <laughs> I'm like trying to picture the scene of a hanging towel. It's if, not working. Okay, fine, but okay, let's go on to let's come on. We don't have that much time. Let's go to the next, the last. Well, I mean, we're gonna go one more principle. Um, all right. The balls to approach is a turn on to women. It basically gives off the vibe. I go after women who I think are hot, and I don't give a damn if I'm rejected because it's her loss. That's not a cool vibe. I mean, whatever. This vibe cannot be fake. It can only come after a number of cold approaches. It is a sign that you are a dominant male and not some wimpy ass who couldn't protect her in the moment of danger. Remember this when you hesitate to approach thinking, I've got nothing to say. Find some words and approach. It will impress her, 
even if she has to reject you because she has a boyfriend or something, or someone or something, a girlfriend, uh, or something. or I mean, or another reason that that she has to reject oh. you because well, her father Bill. just died. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well said. I love my father. I really don't want him to die. That was really mean. No, I didn't. I didn't mention. I didn't say your father. I'm saying. No. Her father. I know that. I'm just saying. Like, can it be like her cat died? I mean, her. Okay, father. fine. The point is that <laughs> I, you know, that. What do you think of that? I don't think you're that's saying, a good vibe. You're saying that the good. It's not a good vibe to say to have to be putting out there. It's not a vibe that says this is what I think. Okay, right. this is this isn't a vibe that's saying this is what I think. It's a vibe saying what that I'm cool. It's a, it's, it's a vibe. It is the vibe of who I am. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't it give really, a fuck if you don't talk to me. No, I don't. I don't give a fuck about rejection. I'm gonna hit on the hot girls, and it's your loss. But it's not me thinking that. It's not. It, it, it's the facts that are that are being conveyed by the person's demeanor. You know what I'm saying? By the vibe. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, you know, I know who I am, and you're losing out. It's not how. It, that's not what it is. It's like oh, a okay. fact okay. of the world. Right. Right. It's not in the head of the guy. Because if it were in the head of the guy, and that's what he thought of himself. And he's a lame-ass, right? I mean, if that's what he's thinking, that's different than the vibe that he's putting out. Mm. Right? Because if that's what he's thinking, then he's a conceited asshole. But if if he's putting out that vibe, then he's cool. Right? Yeah, I, I, I agree. So, so you can see, it's weird how these things get misinterpreted, though, because... You know, you you were in, you were just kind of offended by the, the statement, but it's more just like it's. I, I mean, it's only true when it's true. You know, I mean, right. and the vibe, the the vibe cannot. That's what I mean when I say the vibe cannot be faked, because by faking it, you you could you it do, it doesn't work. You know, it's it's not something that you could just think to yourself and put out put out there. It has to be true. It's kind of like defamation. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, um, so, to answer the question as to why is it called missionary position, I just looked it up oh. on Wikipedia. Not like Wikipedia is a great source, but, you know, when you're in a jam. So, the common myth states that the term missionary position arose in response to Christian missionaries, like you um, assumed, who taught that the position was the only proper way to engage in sexual intercourse. This explanation probably originated from Alfred Kinsey's sexual behavior in the human male through the confluence of misunderstandings and misinterpretations of historical documents. The Tuscans, however, referred to the position as the angelic position, while some Arabic-speaking groups call it the manner of the serpent. So there you go. Wow. Great. You're welcome. Well, that's, that's... You know, an important fact about missionaries. What about doggy style? I'm just kidding. We don't have to go there. But um, I think we know why it's called that. Yeah. And um, it, what, what I found, I mean, I don't know why this is, but this is a racial thing. Um, like Before white you girls. go on to race, I think this is, like, such so interesting, the history of this position. I mean, it's like going into the discussion about how, like, this was, like, one of the positions that could only really be done in, like, the way their beds were made back in Greece, back in the old days, because of the height differential between men who normally married women who were, like, 14, 15 years old. And so, anyway, I'm sorry. This is, okay, go ahead. What? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you can't really have sex any other way, but I think you could. I mean, I think that doggy would work. We're not streaming anymore. I know. 
but we're gonna be we're gonna wrap it up. Um, You're talking about race. Yeah, no, I just think that, um, like um, white white girls, um, they just they look at like doggy style a little bit askance. Why do you think so? I don't know. Like somebody told them, somebody got to them. Whereas, like, um, black girls uh, pretty much, like, assume the position, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was a song. It's, it's like, it's, it, to me, it's like that's their missionary. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, maybe. That's, like, the, the average position. Missionary is like, what? What's this? Yeah, like, wow, this is weird. <laughs> Let's do this for a while. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because conversations like that happen in in the bedroom. No, but the point is that, you know, they do it. They engage in it, but it's not the mainstay. And, like, if you think, if you really think that, like, some, a black, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think that, like, most black people are doing it, like, every night, you know, whereas white people are doing it, like, every third night. So if you like doggy style, date a black girl. What you're saying? What's that? So if you like to fuck the doggy style, you should date a black girl. That's my advice. Ah. But uh, yeah, and um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. Um, so tune in next week. It's gonna be midnight um, Tuesday going into Wednesday. Um, there will be the the page to go to is Blog Talk Radio slash No Money Involved, and um, then also where you see the stuff written is No Money Involved dot com. Um, this is uh, we're gonna have a whole bunch of different podcasts, so um, I, I forget what. Oh, it, it's gonna be called Future Boy. Entertainment podcast. Um, Alrighty. So, can if you can hit the button um, yeah, for the I know, spot. I know, I got it. For the outro. Yes. Okay, so we're ready to go, and we'll see you next week. Uh, feel free to call in for any questions. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Oh shit. Boy, I'm black and brown. Boy, I'm black and brown. Boy, I'm black and brown. Boy, I'm black and brown.